0: Hello everyone, I'm Kennedy. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemaker Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship.
1: We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the
0: logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. Guys, I want to share something really interesting. Have you ever heard the term credit score? A credit score is a number based on the statistical analysis of a person's credit files. That, in theory, represents the credit worthiness of that person. There are different methods of calculating credit scores. The most widely used type of credit score is the FICO scores. Did you know that there are 28 different FICO scores? Imagine that. If you are wanting to buy a car, you might check your credit score on a free app. You walk into a dealership thinking, you know, you got a pretty good score, feeling confident till the dealership pulls your credit and it's drastically different than your free score. The solution, extra credit by credit.com, the sponsor of this episode. With Extra Credit, you can access the 28 different FICO scores, so you can see with the lenders. Seat. What if you want to build a credit history in order to recall later? Well, Extra Credit can help you with that by reporting your rent and utilities to the credit bureaus. In addition to that, Extra Credit offers features to guard your identity, $1 million ID insurance, dark web scan and data breach alerts, as well as cash rewards for personalized offers sign up for extra credit go to credit.com slash gen zers and get started there to sweeten the deal you can even get the first seven days absolutely free it is just $24.99 plus tax a month after the free trial, and you can cancel anytime so go check out extra credit today and start working on your credit goals
1: Welcome to another episode of the Genders to Rise podcast. I'm Vasilis and with me is Kennedy. Hi! With us in the studio is Anand Mehta, the founder of a non-profit organization called The Magical Motors, which creates assistive technologies for children with developmental disabilities such as Oliver Palsy. This episode is all about independent mobility in kids with developmental disorders. Welcome to the show. So nice to meet you. Hi, thank you so
2: much for having me.
1: We're so excited to have you here. So, in order to start the conversation, we would like to learn what inspired you to create Magical Motors.
2: Yeah, so this is a two-part effort between me and my cousin Rohan, who lives in Omaha, Nebraska. So, Uh, I'll tell you my end of my story. So, in 2019, I began volunteering at a music therapy facility in Arizona because I wanted to combine my interests in music and volunteering and I really enjoyed volunteering over there and I still go there to this day and what I really learned from that is that I love to help out kids with uh, developmental disorders. So I thought to create a change in that community and start an initiative of my own uh, with the help of my cousin who was also pursuing this project before me for his Boy Scout Eagle Scout So we thought to come together to make this uh, initiative possible.
0: That's amazing. Um, I was actually gonna um, ask you kind of about your background music because I know you play cello. And I'm also I play um, violin. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I played violin in high school. You were like in a national symphony or something.
2: Uh uh-huh, Yeah. So I played for this Munich suit Symphony.
0: Yes, um, I personally played in my high school in the very back row, but kind of, kind of the same. Um, but how did you come up with the idea to rewire cars so that they are controlled by a push button?
2: Um, so, I actually found this approach. Uh, so my cousin told me about it, Rohan, um, because he was pursuing it um, on his own uh, for his Eagle Scout project, and he worked together with. Assistology, which is a local Omaha-based nonprofit, um, and the University of Nebraska Medical Center, um, their Monroe-Meyer Institute, which has helped us a lot. Um, We started working with them, and the actual overall initiative is called Go Baby Go, and we just wanted to take it a step further and level it up um, by also introducing our curriculum in high schools and STEM organizations across the country.
0: Right, so each high school, like, high schools can um, start their own chapters as well. That's something we can
1: talk about later too. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining that there are different skills that you need to start, uh, like, designing this process. And my question is, how did you learn the skills needed to do that?
2: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, so I actually learned this process in June of 2021. So, um... I took the help of Megan Walls of Assistology, who I had previously helped Rohan uh, with this Eagle Scout event. Um, I was actually in Omaha for a medical research camp, and I came across Megan as a way to kind of explore what my cousin was doing. And I really fell in love with it. And um, For me personally, I almost had no engineering experience from before. Um, my extent was probably building a Lego set with a manual. Um, so there really isn't that much expertise needed, which is why we want to implement it in high schools across the country, because we know that it will be feasible for them to learn it um, and also further their leadership and long-term skills.
0: Um, that's good to know because when you talk about rewiring cars and all this stuff, it, it kind of sounds like it'd be really difficult. but. It's nice to know that it's not. It's, it's a pretty simple process um, that can be implemented. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that pedi- like your process, like pediatric, you kind of, um, on your website, it kind of some facts talking about how pediatric uh, power wheelchairs cost upwards of $25,000 and take years to make, which is uh, pretty unaffordable. What's the difference? How much would, say, uh, one of your cars make? One of your...
2: Uh-huh, yeah. So our cars, um, they usually cost around $350, which when compared to 25000 seems like very little. Um, and it takes roughly three or four hours to make. And so that's why we try to uh, like target the high school population again, because it's a fairly affordable project too. Um, that can make a difference in the community, like a tangible difference in the community. Um, and that's one of our missions is to, uh, allow each child to gain the access to mobility and independent mobility.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, and guys, we don't mean like cars. We mean like, these are obviously for children. So it's like those toy cars, like Barbie cars, um, cars like that. So not, they're not like very high tech vehicles, but I remember having those when I was young. I felt like I was, I could ride down to the grocery store in those, but, um, how can we help create a more equitable world for people who have disabilities?
2: Uh-huh, yeah. So I think in, in my opinion, I think we can create a more equitable world by creating technologies that will allow them to have the things that we take for granted, for granted often. Um, I always, what, I, what always inspires me is to think uh, about two questions Um, What if I didn't have the ability to move on my own? And how would my life be affected? And those two questions often guide me throughout my entire journey, whenever I'm feeling stuck, or maybe um, I have less of a drive to do something at the time. And that really drives me to uh, make an impact in the community. So I think by, by creating assistive technologies, which is what we're doing right now, um, we, we're making a more equitable and inclusive community uh, where every child has the right to mobility.
0: I like that. And I love that you're focusing on children even like under the age of two or like children in general, because a lot of the time, the focus isn't on like giving like children independence.
2: I feel like. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Would you like to tell us more about the curriculum that you are designing and what are your plans when it comes to distributing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of
2: course. So we began cur- uh, curating our curriculum around October and November of last year, um, and we started that by building a manual. Um, one of the reasons we started Magical Motors actually is to create an organized system through which anyone can access um, all the materials needed to build a car successfully, and even host their own build event. So what we started to include is. Manuals containing like images and videos, um, cost and supply sheets, which list out successful vehicle builds and how much materials uh, costed, and yeah, just like the overall how much everything was. Um, We also include support at at any time, so in case anyone needs help with building a car, uh, we'll be able to reach out to them uh, for. And almost anything, uh, if they need any help. Um, other than that, I think we're adding, we're adding more and more as we go on, and we've also started the process of implementing it um, in a lot of organizations uh, nationwide. So we started that around the beginning of this year, um, and so far we've gotten to. STEM organizations, uh, such as the Arizona SciTech Institute, Um, therapy clinics, such as Excel and Southwest Human Development. Um, We've also gotten to a few medical centers. So as I said before, we've worked with the University of Nebraska Medical Center, and we're currently finding collaborations with other medical centers too. And uh, we've reached out to four high schools across the country in california wisconsin nebraska and arizona and we look forward to adding more chapters
0: that's a, okay so now that we're on the chapter thing um if say we wanted to start a chapter do we reach out to you or how does that process work go to your website
2: mm-hmm. yeah so on the website there's like an application form it's very short uh, it should probably take around 15 or 20 minutes um and yeah based on that it, it's it's like a small application, like um, it won't take too much time. And based on that, we'll see if you're a good fit for us to um, create a chapter, which most likely will be since you're taking the initiative to do so. Um, and from there on, we'll give you all the materials that are necessary to start building your own successful chapter.
0: All right, guys, well, you heard it. Um, If you're interested in starting your own chapter, go to magicalmotors.org and we'll also have that in the description.
1: It's just amazing how many collaborations you have already accomplished with uh, the Magical Motors. And um, my question is uh, that, like, you have transformed Magical Motors to a non-profit. And uh, this non-profit has been registered as a, 5001C3. So what is the process of becoming one of non-profit organization, and what are the advantages of selecting this type of non-profit? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so we actually, uh, one of our goals was to actually create a registered organization um, and with that comes a slightly lengthy process um, and uh, we had to work with the IRS Uh, like, filling out documents, which took a few weeks, honestly, um, but the, (laughs) the process is kind of lengthy, but it's very rewarding because it allows you to establish a sense of credibility in your community that, um, that you're responsible and more, and organized enough to, uh, handle such a duty, and honestly, in my opinion, it's an honor to be a 501c3 organization, um, because I know that not very many teenagers have the ability to do so. And so for that, I feel very thankful that I was given this opportunity to create an organization like this.
0: Yeah, it's amazing what you guys are doing and how you're helping out your community. Um, What advice do you have for other students who want to start their own initiatives like this?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I have a few pieces of advice. So first of all, feel free to explore your interests at any time. Um, Yeah, so I I still continue uh, playing music to this day, and so that's one of my key interests, um, and I'm still doing that. So if you have a passion, make sure you go for it um, at any time of your life, it doesn't even matter. And if you want to start a nonprofit organization, um, one piece of advice that I have is to probably start out small. Um, and make sure you uh, establish connections as soon as possible and make sure you keep doing that as you go on because you never know when those connections will become super, super valuable at any time. Um, and make sure you stay organized too. I've learned that um, with maintaining a non there are like 5 million things to handle. And so if you stay organized, you'll have an established system where... You can find anything at any time um and then for starting out small make sure you don't have too many make sure you start out small make sure you don't have too many big aspirations at the very beginning it's okay to dream big but you need to have a systematic plan of how to get there and so for our for for instance with magical motors we started out by um spreading our organization in Facebook groups, in local Facebook groups, um, like the cerebral palsy group of Arizona. And through that, we got to know our first few clients or recipients. Um, And from there on out, we just started making connections um, with other therapy clinics, which gave us connections to STEM organizations, um, which just keeps on building and building. It's like a boulder.
1: Thank you so much for your advices. We have to keep that by having a plan and following your dreams, you can really achieve whatever you want. And when you have uh, real people and the perfect tools to work with, you can really achieve your goals. This is one of my favorite questions, which is a little bit more personal. What other passions and hobbies do you have outside Magical Motors? How do you find a way to balance everything on your plate?
2: Yeah, so... Like I said before, I'm I'm really passionate about music. I've been playing the cello for about seven years. And I've explored that through playing in my school orchestra as well as the Phoenix Youth Symphony. Um, and I also sing Indian classical music. So I've been doing that for the past 12 and a half years. And um, I'm actually just about to get the equivalent of a bachelor's degree in Indian classical music later this November. And so, I guess I, I honestly can't live without listening to music while I do anything. So that's how I integrate my passion for music. Um, and other than that, I aspire to be a physician in the future. So medical research is one of my key hobbies and I've explored that through performing research at Arizona State University and the University of Arizona College of Medicine. Um, And I'm really thankful that I've been given these opportunities. And um, honestly, one of my big things is to integrate all three of these things, which is why I started Magical Motors as a way to integrate volunteering and kind of like the biomedical or biotechnology field. So I'm actually doing, at the University of Arizona College of Medicine, I'm integrating my interests between music and research And, yeah, I feel that it's really fun to uh, be able to explore, like, these niche sections of both of my hobbies together.
0: That's, yeah, that's amazing that you were able to, you know, combine your hobbies and passions into one thing, which is, I feel like it can be really hard. Um, So what does magical motors future look like are you planning to continue it in college or do you have any plans right now oh you're only you're only 16 so
2: yeah so right now i'm still in high school i'm going to be a junior this year so the sky's the limit for magical motors right now Uh, we're still exploring a lot of our interests in how we can collaborate with other organizations um to spread our mission and I honestly continue. I honestly plan to continue it in college, and I don't even know when I'll stop. Um, so I'm, I'm super, super passionate about uh, stuff like this. So I, I honestly think it'll keep on going for the rest of my life. Honestly, um, yeah.
0: Well, that's amazing I know you guys have great things stored for you in the in-store for you in the future and I'm so excited to see where magical Motors grows and I hope like I hope more people um, start initiatives in their own high school because this is something that's actually making a difference and even like maybe at some point you can even implement I don't see why you couldn't implement this in college there's a bunch of different clubs and stuff as well in college too so maybe you could expand to that.
2: Sorry, I forgot to talk about that a bit. So I've actually recently found a group at Arizona State University that's willing to adapt cards. And regarding our future plans, actually, we're going to host our first uh, independent build event on August 20th here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, If anyone, if any of the viewers live in Phoenix are interested in attending our build event, uh, feel free to volunteer at it.
0: Yeah, that'd be amazing. So you can see, you can be there and see what it's like. All right, guys, we're all flying the Phoenix. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Gen Zers to Rise podcast. If you want to keep up with Onnit and Magical Motors, we will have all its information in the description. Don't forget to follow us at Gen Zers to Rise on Instagram. So next time, don't forget to change the world. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure to leave us a review. If you want more Changemakers content, you can follow us on Instagram at jen's ears to Rise and on Facebook at Changemaker Z.